uh, I get to continue our series on Faith Moves Our Relationships. And uh, we are so excited about what God has done. Thank you for learning the new song, Divine Exchange. It'll be a part of our ending today. Uh, you know, when we get these things, God just pours it into our heart. And, and uh, we want to make sure you get them. So our Bible verse comes from Galatians chapter 5, verse number 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Jump down to 25. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. You know... In our sermon from last week, we ended the day, the sermon itself, with a time of asking the Lord for more of the fruits of the Spirit in our lives. Exchange. See, when you ask for joy, God gives you joy. You give back to God, but you also give joy to others. The divine exchange, we ask for peace, for God is peace. How many don't need any more peace in your life right now? We all need peace. But when God gives us peace, we give others peace. It's the fruit, it's the characteristics of God in our lives. See, you take the rest of the fruit and you can name any of those names that I've just read to you. And you can look in the scripture and you can say these are all characteristics of who God is. And they were given by the Holy Spirit to us. See, that's you and me. When he gives a divine exchange, he's talking about the people he created. He's talking about the people he loves. He's talking about the people he believes in. And so because of that, you can find out if you need a little more gentleness which we probably all need a little more gentleness, God can give us more gentleness. See, these fruits are so valuable to the believer. They will help you on your journey to success. And as I've communicated in the last number of weeks on this series, I want you to get closer to God. I want to get closer to God. I don't want this to just been a series that we've talked to coming out of that powerful month of prayer that, we, man, the service was, it, we, even with social distancing, and we can't have our, our packed altars. And if you're new to us today in Rome, this room is usually packed chair to chair, everybody's standing in the back, and at the end of every service, these altars are filled with 100% participation, wall-to-wall people. And, and, and we can't have that now. We can't have the altars. But last week, our altars were in our chairs, and it was powerful. You could hear people pray and call out to God, saying, God, we need more of you in our lives. I can tell you that is why this divine exchange is happening. It's an ongoing exchange. It's just not a beginning. It's ongoing. It doesn't just happen one time. It continues to happen. So in our prayer last week, we, we, we really dove into the fact that God is so loving. 
so gracious, so kind, so gentle with us that he just wants to keep working in our lives. You know, remember that last August when we wrote this entire series for 2020, we had no idea that COVID-19 would be a part of the equation. And last August, when we were on our prayer retreat of fasting, we were, we were asking God, what would you have us do this year? And you know me, I'm Mr. Order. Everything's, you know, written down, scripted. It's all done. That's who I've been all my life. And I, we decided that we were going to double up. And for six months of the year, we'd do six. And then we'd repeat the same six later in the year. Well... If you look at the divine exchange here of what God was doing to us and talking to us, we preached this series on Faith Moves Our Relationships in February of 2020. Okay? So when people say, well, I wonder where he got that or how did that come? What, what, what was the, what, how did the Lord reveal that to him? I had no idea. God didn't tell me we were going to have COVID-19 in 2020. And that this church here in Rome would be closed down for about five months. Nobody could enter the doors. I had no idea that was going to happen. But God was giving that to us. And we preached that message for that entire month of February where in Rome it was still alive. We were still having services full blown. But God gave us those messages. And, and so I want to repeat what I said then, just for a moment, faith moves our relationship. And our point number one from that message was we allow the Holy Spirit to take over. And you think about that. Just think about it now in the equation. We don't preach the same messages in like February and now October. There's new ones. But that's what I wrote. If we're going to see the fruit of the Spirit evidence in our life, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to take over. See, we got to get our flesh out of the way is what I said. <laughs> we got to step from the natural to the supernatural and truly allow the Holy Spirit to fill you and to lead you. Because in the natural, we don't really do those characteristics. In the natural... Natural man, we don't respond in the way that those fruits, meekness, temperance, kindness. Come on, be honest with yourself today. That's not how you would naturally respond. But I'm talking about going from the natural to the supernatural. I'm talking about allowing God's anointing to be upon your life. I'm, a, I'm, I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit can flow through your life. That's why the Holy Spirit was given to you. So that you can have that anointing and that help and that assistance on this journey. See, we got to allow the Holy Spirit to be the wind in the whirlwind is what I said. And you talk about a whirlwind. Talk about March and April where they were shutting this country down and some of the countries that are watching right now, they were shutting you down. 
Schools were closed. Businesses were closed. Jobs were lost. I mean, you talk about a whirlwind. I'm saying God can be a part of, in the middle of the whirlwind. You know, when you think about these, he, he can, he, later in this message, you're going to hear me talk about the prophets and the relationship. But the setup for the prophet is there's an action part. Something happened. The prophet is a man of God that speaks uh, as God's mouthpiece. But there's also some action parts on the fact of what he says. God shows up, the Holy Spirit shows up, and, and there's evidence that what the prophet had said actually comes to pass. It's God's word, so it comes to pass. And see, I really believe that if you can't have supernatural results with man-made approaches, you want the supernatural to happen, you can't keep doing it your way. You can't do it man's way. You've got to do it God's way. You've got to have his anointing on your life to respond as he would want you to respond. That's in relationships. That's husband to wife, parents to kids, kids to parents, your co-workers, your friends, your colleagues. In the natural, when somebody speaks bad against you or says something bad or does something bad, the natural is not to, the natural way of responding is to respond back bad. Most of us don't turn the other cheek. Most of us don't say, ah, oh, I still love you, brother. Most of you don't say, oh, just let me be patient with you. And that's even with our kids sometimes. That's even in our marriages sometimes. We're talking about relationships. Human relationships. But if you want healthier human relationships, you have to step from the natural into the supernatural. You've got to allow the Holy Spirit to help you in those relationships. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit is what I said. So our prayer is what moves us in our lives. And I can tell you, the more you pray, the closer you're going to get. The more you talk to God, the closer you're going to get to God. Hello? See, if we get more of God, our relationships will get better. You want stronger relationship with your kids? Get, get closer to God. Kids, you want better relationships with your parents? Get closer to God. You want better relationships at school? Get closer to God. In your, in your jobs, you get closer to God? Watch how God will make you stronger. Watch how God will give you more patience. Watch how God will give you more temperance. Watch how God will give you more love. It will naturally show up. The supernatural will become your natural way of acting and reacting to things in your life. See, faith moves the most important relationship that you have. It's yours and God's. Your faith will move that. Remember, little faith moves mountains. What's big faith do? You say, well, pastor, if a little faith will move, I'm telling you, you've got to get all the faith you can get. How do you get faith? Word of God. 
And in this church, every single week, you are taught straight out of the book. We don't tell story times here. We don't have little passive little chit-chats. I get a hold of God. God gets a hold of me. I get the word. Pastor Jen gets the word. And we give you the word of God. By hearing the word of God, your faith increases. If your faith increases, it moves. There's action part there. Your relationship. Your relationship with God. If you know more of his word, you know who God is. If you hide the word of God in your heart, you don't sin. You understand the relationship there. You get stronger and healthier, spiritually speaking. See, I believe that if your relationship is broken, it can be healed. Faith moves your relationship. If the relationship is not healthy, it can get healthy. Hello, are you listening to me today? It can get healthy. Remember, if you want your marriage to get better, you've got to get more of God. If you want your relationship with your family to get stronger, you need more of God. Quit letting God just show up on Sunday. God should be a part of your everyday life. God is just not a prayer at eating time. Okay, let's say a prayer so we don't choke. I'm not sure what I'm eating today, but I'm going <laughs> to. Are you listening? It's not that. God doesn't want a, a prayer at mealtime to say, hey, help me not choke. He, he wants a personal relationship with you. And if that personal relationship is happening, I can tell you, it will be evident in your lives. It will be clear. You say, how do you know that? The Bible says he picked us. He chose us. It didn't say we picked him. It says he picked us. You not chosen me, but I chose you. That you should go and bring forth fruit. And the ending to that is that your fruit should remain. What are you talking about? More meekness. More gentleness. More signs that are evident. Your family coming to Christ. Your neighbors coming to Christ. Your colleagues coming to Christ. Why? Because they see Christ in you. They say, what's different about that person? The difference is you. That difference is Christ in you. It wasn't that you just wore a new outfit today. Or you got a new hairdo. It's the Christ in you. And I can tell you, if that happens, like what I've been describing to you from February's message now, that was already spoken. Some of you were with me that many months ago. That was spoken. It was already there. It's already recorded. This is the new part. From Genesis to Revelation, we read of God's great love. We can track his plan from creation to eternity. For you and me and all of mankind. See, all we have to do is look at the prophets in the Bible. Men of faith. Men of powerful influence. From generation upon generation, over 400 years. That's a long time. That's longer than any of us are going to live here on planet. 
But for 400 years, these great men had something to say. Because they were hearing from God. They had a relationship with God. They honored him. You honor a relationship with God, you got to honor him. There's no one like God. You got to obey him. I heard everyone say amen on that, right? You got to obey him. I pick on parents all the time. But listen, parents, if you want your kids to obey you, you obey God. Watch how much easier it gets. You do it God's way, kids get in line. You do it your way. Now remember, I'm one of the oldest people on this planet, I mean in this room. (laughs) With three wonderful daughters and nine grandchildren. I've got a little bit of experience on the subject of relationship with daughters, for sure. Sons-in-law, for sure but particularly grandchildren. And I can tell you, when they see God inside a poppy, things are a whole lot better. That's the same God that wants to abide and dwell in you. It's the same gifts he wants to give to you. See, these prophets sacrificed for him. They called on him. They gave him everything. They laid down their life saying, Okay, I'm the man of God. You called me, God. Okay, I'm going to be your prophet. And you say, how did they have such a relationship? How do you know there was such that relationship? You find it by what they used for his name. You, you can find it by what they wrote down as what they called God. See, Jeremiah said he's the sovereign Lord. He's the God Almighty. Isaiah said he's the Holy One of Israel. The promise to be fulfilled. Ezekiel said he's the Lord of glory. Wow. How do you have that unless there's a relationship? Daniel said he's the God of heaven. The one who walks in the fire. Daniel didn't walk in the fire. He walked in a lion's den. But he saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. And he saw it with his own eyes. The God that shows up is the God that shows up in the fire. Those were his friends. Those were his colleagues. Those were the people he was praying with. He believed in them. And they took a stand and they ended up in a fire. So when it was said, what do you say, Daniel? He's the God that shows up in the fire. Wow. That's a relationship. Hosea said he's the living God. He's the God most high. Joel said... The Lord of the new wine, Lord our God, the Lord who pours out his spirit upon us all. Remember Acts, 100 years later, hundreds of years later. Peter gets up and says, this is what the prophet Joel says. Hundreds of years passed, he wrote it down. This is what the prophet Joel says. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters, here we go. We're talking about divine exchange. We're talking about relationship. How do you get up and talk like that? Holy Spirit, gifts to you. 
Amos said, he's the Lord who roars. The sovereign Lord who reveals himself. Obadiah said he's the Lord of deliverance. Micah said he's the God of the breakthrough. How many need a breakthrough? You think about it. In the midst of COVID, you say, man, i got to have a breakthrough. The prophet said he's the God of a breakthrough. I don't think all of you getting this. First service got this a whole lot faster, and you're getting it. I'm just telling you. Nahum said he's slow to anger, but great in power. A refuge in the time of trouble. This was thousands of years ago. There's a dude standing up and said, he's the God that shows up in the time of the trouble. COVID has given us a little bit of trouble. Given us a few issues. He's the God that shows up in the midst of COVID. You want a prophet word for today? He shows up. Hallelujah to God. Habakkuk said he's the God of the new. Zephaniah said he's the God who restores. Haggai said he's the Lord Almighty. (laughs) Zechariah said he's our fountain. Malachi said he's the Lord. Great among all nations. The Lord who opens the floodgates. Wow. How did these guys get this? Relationship. They had a personal relationship with God. They were having their own divine exchange. Here comes the word of the Lord. Here comes the prophet. Now remember, it was in the day that kings were trying to kill some of these guys. It was a day when some of the people definitely did not believe. There was a lot of other false gods. Man, kind of sounds like our world, doesn't it? A lot of other people, a lot of other influences, a lot of other people saying that's that, that God Jehovah, he, he's not real. My God, Muhammad, he's real. You want to go? Listen, my friend, there is only one God. Because there's only one name given among men whereby we can be saved. It's been written. It's been documented. There is one God. His name is Jesus. And if you'll get that in your heart, you'll live your life like that. You will have a relationship that you know there's not any other words out here. There's not any other gods out here. There's not any other religions out here. I want a relationship. I want a relationship with God. Say, man, you get fired up. I don't want to come to a boring church. Serious. I don't want to be a part of a boring church. Because the God that I'm talking about is a God that is alive. Go read some of these prophet stories. Read some of the things they had to go through. Read some of the fire. Read some of the difficulties. And you will find out that they believe he's coming through. There's going to be a breakthrough. They didn't just make those words up. He's the God of the, in the fire and of the fire. I'm telling you, he's ready to pour out his spirit. See, do you know more than his name? Have you studied his character? Have you studied God's motives? I want you to know today, my friend, he is for you. He is with you. Before time began, he designed you. He he designed this divine exchange. 
Because he knew mankind was going to need this. You were going to need this divine exchange. God was going to have to talk to you. And you were going to have to talk to God. You know why? Because he wants a personal relationship with you. A personal relationship with you. Because he wants to help us grow. To be nurtured. When we're sick, he wants to heal us. He wants us to thrive. He wants your relationships to be healthy. See, to God, relationship matters above all else. To God, relationships matter above all else. What am I saying? If you have this growing, healthy relationship with God, you not only know His name, you have His character. And the fruits of the Spirit will be evident in your life. I'm telling you, there will be a divine exchange. You will look in the mirror and say, what in the world has happened? Who is that person? It's the God in you. And today you may have walked in this room. Say, I'm in the fire. I'm in the trouble. The doctor's report's not good. My financial situation's not good. My marriage is not good. My kid's situation is not good. I need some help. I can tell you who will give you the help. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And he is more than willing to come on your behalf. Call his name. Call his name. And watch what will happen in your life. Live stream audience, thank you for joining us today. My prayer is that this message has encouraged you and blessed you. I pray that the blessings that you need in your life, the fruit that is needed in your life will happen. There in your chair, on your couch, at your office, wherever you're watching this, take a moment. If you can kneel down, kneel down and ask God to come through for your situation. If you need prayer, you need help, send us a note. The information will be there as we exit today. But I love you, and I know God has a plan for your life. Thank you for joining us today.